G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. On a Wednesday, we do like to check in on those breaking news headlines out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. And there's some big things happening. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again this week and he's back with us. Hey, Ron, welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Ron, let's talk about the very big headlines, I guess you would say, because as we've been watching all of the unfolding events of the Middle East war between Israel and Hamas, uh, there's one headline and perhaps lots more around the same topic, but Israel has agreed to Hamas demands and will halt UAV activities for six hours a day to enable a hostage release. Uh, What's the latest? Yeah, Israel agreed to a condition laid out by Hamas leader Yaha Sinwar to halt Israeli UAVs in the Gaza airspace for six hours on each day of the ceasefire in exchange for the release of some of the hostages under Hamas's captivity, according to a report by Waller. I believe that the ceasefire is expected uh, to be for four days. The conditions implementation was addressed by an Israeli official who cited statements made by the IDF in Shin Bet, saying that they have intelligence-gathering capabilities even during the ceasefire days. We will not be blind and we'll know what's happening on the ground, the official said. The deal for the hostages release that will be submitted to the government for approval includes the release of 50 Israeli children and women during a four-day ceasefire and includes the possibility of it being extended if Hamas locates additional women and children with 10 freed for each additional day of the ceasefire. Total number of hostages freed may reach up to 80 people. The deal to release the hostages has the support of the IDF, Shin Bet and the Mossad and includes the release of about 140 security prisoners from Israeli prisoners. According to the official... Israel insisted that prisoners convicted of murder not be included in the list of those being released. The outline also states that during the days of the ceasefire, Israel will allow more fuel to be brought into the Gaza Strip. However, the official made it clear that this is a relief that will only last during the ceasefire. Well, we'll be watching that one very closely as those developments happening and uh, monitoring those uh, developments through Vision National News. Hey, Ron, uh, more headlines. With the release of hostages, Israel media is asking what's next, uh, what's being reported. Yeah, in the light of that momentous event, Neil, the Jerusalem Post raised some important issues and, as you mentioned, asking what's next. Their report said... Since the October 7 massacre, Hamas has over 200 hostages being held captive in Gaza. One of Israel's top priorities throughout Israel's war against Hamas has been to create a deal to return the hostages back to Israel. The return of the captives is a sacred mission. 
We are deeply obligated to it, and we deal with this matter every day. We will not cease our efforts until we have completed the mission, Prime Minister Netanyahu said. U.S. President Joe Biden expects, uh, expressed optimism about a hostage deal yesterday as Israel's government was set to meet to approve a four-day pause in the Gaza war in exchange for the release of hostages. We're now very close, very close. We could bring some of these hostages home very soon, Biden told reporters in Washington. As the release of hostages seems to be closer than ever before, the bureau in charge of the hostages, captives and missing people, has created an order of operation to be followed once the hostage deal takes place. The first order of the procedure calls for the IDF to receive the hostages and have them brought to Israel where immediate medical treatment will be provided for them. The hostages will receive an initial assessment of their condition by medical authorities and will then be transferred to leading hospitals across the country. Ron, earlier this week, 29 premature babies were evacuated to Egypt. What's the story here? Wonderful story. 29 premature babies arrived in Egypt on Monday after they were evacuated from Shifa Hospital in northern Gaza and the first Jordanian field hospital entered the Strip as Israeli forces continued in the, to engage in heavy fighting around the medical centre. Egyptian media reported on Monday morning that the babies had been successfully been transported across the border a day after they were evacuated from Gaza's largest hospital, which has become a focal point of Israel's war with Hamas. Egypt did not clarify why only 29 babies arrived in Egypt after initial reports said that there'd be 31. The infants were evacuated with Israeli assistance after troops took control of the hospital over last weekend. Hey Ron, we might all be concerned of the polarising impact of war in the Middle East. Another headline I'll get to your insights from as to what's being reported. South African lawmakers have voted to suspend diplomatic ties with Israel. What's the story here? Yeah, yesterday, South African lawmakers were in favour of closing down the Israeli embassy in Pretoria and suspending all diplomatic relations until a ceasefire is agreed on this war with Palestinian terror group Hamas in Gaza. The resolution is largely symbolic, as it will be up to President Cyril Ramaphosa's government whether to implement it. A presidency spokesperson did not immediately respond to requests for comment. But Ramaphosa and senior foreign ministry officials have been vocally critical of Israel's leadership during its military campaign against Hamas in the densely populated Gaza Strip, calling on the International Criminal Court to investigate them for potential war crimes. Uh, there's some very controversial, uh, anti-Semitic, and you might even be asking, what are they thinking, uh, things that go on. Uh, there's one story emerged, a Jordanian coffee shop is selling a Holocaust drink, complete with burning Jewish marshmallows. Uh, give us the insight here. Yeah, I wanted to include this story because it's repulsive. A coffee shop in Jordan called Gosta Coffee began selling Holy Gosta Coffee a combination of the words Holocaust and the name of the shop, with a burning star of David Marshmallow on top in recent days. The first appearance was in a poster 
featuring the drink and a hand in a Palestinian flag glove holding a blowtorch. The ad featured the name of the drink and a hashtag reading, Feel the Arabic Taste. The ad sparked outrage on social media, as it should, with some wondering how Instagram and Facebook was allowing it to stay online. The coffee shop expressed outrage at complaints claiming that its Instagram page had been disabled for several hours by a campaign of attacks launched by Zionists' objection to their new drink. Well, there might be some more outrage expected around the world for things like that. Hey, uh, one more, and with Christmas on the way, so many of us will be telling the Christmas story to our children, and we'll talk about Mary and Joseph uh, on the road to Bethlehem, and Bethlehem, so much part of the centrality of the Christmas story, but the real-life Bethlehem. Uh, Authorities have ordered the removal of all Christmas decorations in honour of Hamas martyrs. Uh, What's the story out of Bethlehem? Yeah, the West Bank city of Bethlehem, famous for being the birthplace of Jesus Christ, has declared that they will be removing all decorations celebrating the annual holiday of Christmas. Bethlehem Municipality Crews announced the dismantling of Christmas decorations installed several years ago in the city's neighbourhoods and removing all festive appearances in honour of the martyrs and in solidarity with our people in Gaza, the municipality wrote on Facebook. A spokesperson for the city said, the reason is the general situation in Palestine. The people are not really into any celebration. They are sad, angry and upset. Our people in Gaza are being massacred and killed in cold blood. Therefore, it's not appropriate at all to have such festivities while there's a massacre happening in Gaza. This year, the situation in Bethlehem is unprecedented and the mood and the vibes are extremely sad. And it's exactly what the world should see and realise that these are not normal circumstances. Bethlehem should send out its own message of condolence and mourning. Prayers and religious ceremonies will still be allowed to take place, he said. Well, it's one of those years where perhaps extra attention to your nativity scene, drawing attention to the Christmas story that happened in Bethlehem. A good time to draw attention to that uh, this year, 2023. Hey, Ron, always appreciate you scouring the headlines and uh, all so, so relevant and up-to-date uh, today, and I really appreciate you. Thanks so much for delivering those once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.